Hello and welcome back to episode number 13 of Return Lenten Reflections, a podcast from All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to Return, where we are taking time each day throughout the Lenten season and the octave of Easter to prepare our hearts for Easter and our souls for heaven. Before we go any further, be sure to go ahead and subscribe on whatever podcast platform it is that you are listening on. Uh, I think that's the way to say that. And so that you don't miss any of our daily episodes that are coming out each morning, as I said, throughout the season of Lent and the octave of Easter. Uh, But today is Monday of the second week of Lent. And I know a lot of these different reflections are going over different things. Some are uh, reflections from from elsewhere. Some are going through scripture. Some are more personal. Uh, but today I want to continue and actually look at the uh, just a small piece of the gospel from today's mass. Uh, the reading is from Luke chapter 6, verses 36 through 38. Uh, so not super long, but there's a verse in there that I want to start with and then go out from there into some other things that I think are important to remember for Lent and for all of our um, all of our lives as disciples. So I'm just going, because it's only so short, I'm going to read just a little bit. Um, I'm going to read this passage of the gospel that we have for Mass today. So it's Luke chapter 6, verses 36 through 38. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, packed together, shaken down, and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will, in turn, be measured out to you. So I think there's, the thing that first comes to mind for me as I read this uh, is that, you know, when you hear, uh, stop judging and you will not be judged, uh, just thinking about the way that that works in our individual lives and with other people around us, that is uh, apparent, not, not super true at first in terms of, you know, that's not our experience for the most part with other people. If, if I don't judge somebody, then they're going to not judge me. Like, no, they're, they're, it very well could happen. Uh, but the idea here is that we are talking about God and that Jesus is talking about the way that the Father, as the just and merciful judge, um, you know, in, interacts with our sins, with our vices and our virtues. And the idea is that, that we, you know, there's the other parable elsewhere in the gospel where there was the, the servant uh, and he, the master forgave him his whole debt. Uh, and then he went and somebody else owed him a debt. And he, you know, the servant went and beat the heck out of that guy or whatever it was um, until he paid him back and threw him in prison um, until he paid back the debt. And you think like, so the master tracks him down and says, hey, what the heck? I forgave you. Can you not, you know, forgive this other guy who owed you even less than you owed me? You know, and so I think that's the idea here is that, you know, the God is merciful. And so we ought to be merciful. That's what it, what the second line here is. Be merciful just as your father is merciful. Uh, the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. And that's something I think is important to recognize. But the point I really want to get to today is the line right in the middle of this gospel. Because Jesus is going through and he's saying, you know, as, as you are merciful, you know, or as God is merciful, you should be merciful. As you give, so you will be given. But except in this one line, he goes a little bit further. He says, gifts 
um, excuse me, give and gifts will be given to you. Good measure, packed together, shaken down and overflowing will be poured into your lap. Um, the image that, that comes to mind for me is uh, pancake mix, actually. Uh, just uh, for whatever reason, I guess the my experience of, of baking and cooking is pretty minimal. Uh, but I always remember, you know, making like the, not even like regular real pancakes, just like the, the box pancakes was like, just add water and then throw it on the stove. But um, I always had this, this measuring cup thing. I don't know for, for solids, for the, the powder, um, the flour and whatever. I don't have any idea what is actually in that. I, I don't know how the, those pancakes are magic somehow, but whatever it is, there's that powder in the box and you know, pack it into this little measuring cup. And I was always, you know, curious as I watched my mom and my dad do this, you know, when I was younger and they would kind of try and show us how to do it and we would always mess it up a little bit, but they would, you know, they would scoop some of the powder stuff out of the bag or the box, I guess. And they would, you know, pour it into this measuring cup and it would be, it would look full enough. It would, you know, there'd be a kind of a little pile on top. The way that happens but then they would shake it down. They would grab a spoon and they would pack it in and there would be so much room left over that they would have to go back and grab another scoop. And for whatever reason, that is the image that comes to my mind as I'm thinking about this passage. But really, it, what, that it gets to the heart of what I think God is saying here, what Jesus is saying in this passage, that is that, you know, God is merciful, so we should be merciful. God gives amazing gifts and abundantly and so we should do that. And, you know, what we do, you, know, you reap what you sow. The measure with which you measure will be returned, measured out to you. And then some. It is that with, with God, God doesn't just repay us according to what we, you know, what we've earned. It's if you do something, God isn't going to just limit his grace and his gifts to you based on what you did. Of course, it, it matters but when God gives gifts, he doesn't do it halfway. He goes way overboard. Think about the, uh, the wedding at Cana, for example. He, you know, when they ran out of wine, Mary asks him, hey, can you take care of this, please? And he's sort of reluctant at first, but then uh, because his mission hasn't really begun yet at that point in the timeline. But then she tells the servant, you know, do whatever Jesus tells you. And he grabs, you know, he has him grab all these, you know, huge jars of water and he turns them all into wine and if you notice right after that it says um, you know the servant or the, the master of the house comes back to him and he says man i don't know where you got this but this is this is like the best wine i've ever had he said you know usually when you have like a seven-day wedding or whatever it was that like a long multi-day celebration you know you use the good wine the first day or two and then you kind of go down to the the less good wine or whatever it is afterward when people don't care as much but you brought out the best at this point and I, I don't know how you I don't know how, where that came from but this is this is great God goes way overboard in giving gifts he doesn't just base his love for us on our love for him or for each other but he is God he is love and he wants to give us so much he wants us to be so much. The feeding of the 5,000 is kind of the same way. You know, when he takes the two fish and the five loaves, I'm sorry, I may have those backwards, but you know what I mean. He takes this, you know, these seven food items and he multiplies them into baskets and baskets and he feeds 5,000 people. And it's not just like, it, you know, it just barely made it or it was exactly enough. That would have been a miracle, of course. But 
what he does is there's then what 12 baskets of food left over. It's enough to feed people for, you know, people could take that home and, and, you know, feed off of that for a long time. God goes overboard, not because he's, you know, reckless in a certain way, not because he doesn't care, but it's because he does care because he loves us that much that he wants to give us more than we can imagine. He wants to give us better than we can imagine. So to take from this gospel today, I think what we ought to do here, um, as we're going through the season of Lent, um, Especially, you know, we, we deny ourselves certain things. We do fasting, we do penance during Lent, and all of that is really good. But it's worth remembering that all of it is at the service of the joy of heaven. All of it is at the service of being in heaven forever with God and being a child of God. Um, the child of a king is a prince or a princess. Um, and God wants to give us the life that that means. So as you give up meat or whatever else you are giving up also, you know, throughout Lent, as you're doing penance, remember that all of it is at the service of receiving an even more abundant gift than you could ever possibly imagine. And while God is merciful, we should be merciful. But we should also expect that God will be more merciful and more gracious than we could ever imagine. Thank you so much for joining us for Return Today. Be sure to come back again tomorrow. We look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Mm-hmm.